You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. All right, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. I'm your host today. Today is Friday Night Joy. Amen. Our topic will be Friday Night Joy. We'll be still and know that I am the Lord. And I got on another part of this test. Wait. <laughs> wait. Be still and know that I'm the Lord. I'm glad to be with you on this first Friday of the month of September. Amen. And, uh, to be able to bring forth the word, not only for you, but also for myself. Amen. We're going to do some different things here. Amen. Um, I don't know why this is stopped. Amen. Um, there's, a, there's a song that was written. Hopefully we'll be able to play it and everything. Um in the background, in the background, but before it, it ties to what we had talked about, it's a song that uh, I had written. Uh, I think it was last year, and it was com- com- put together with music. It was by a young lady um, in the Philippines. Um, by her name is Josie Alayanan, and I know I'm pronouncing wrong, and everything. So she put it to music. And um, I decided to share it with you today. So we're going to do that. We're going to play the song. It ties into everything we talk about. I'm not sure how long we're going to um, talk about this. I talked about this one one time before, but when I went back in the study, and I actually listened to the one of the old broadcasts, I found more things that I wanted to um, to break out. I don't know about you, but I needed this, this message um, this week. Okay. Um, with so much that's going on in all of our life, not just mine, but I needed to encourage myself in the Lord, my God. So I had an opportunity and a chance to do that and feeling okay, a little under the weather, but I'm okay. Amen. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and uh, start out in prayer. Father God, we come today first to give you thanks, God, for your many blessings. Thank you for bringing us a mighty long way and keeping them safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, God. We, God, you, those people, those that are called by your, your name, do humble ourselves today and submit our ways unto you, that you will show us your grace and mercy and your healing, God, that you will allow us to bring forth and allow us to be strong in the power of your might, to not look to the north or to the east or to the west, but look straight to the hills for which cometh our help. We need you, Holy Spirit, today. We can't do this journey by ourselves. We realize that now, God. So we give this broadcast to you. Say, come on and speak. Speak not only to me, but speak to those that are listening. Encourage not only me, but encourage those that are listening, Lord Jesus, that you, that we may know that there is a bomb in Gilead, no matter what. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I also want to remind everybody to a couple of tips. Yeah, amen. 
that um, his surrounding grace from Mr. Vanessa uh, Williams has changed a little bit. I believe it's changed to the second and the fourth Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring this printed work with Reverend Pat, Pastor Pat Randall. I think it's, uh, it's I'm going to say every Thursday until I get the official notice and change some things in our background, but it's at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy is the first, uh, the first, the second, and the third, the first, the third and the fourth Friday, amen, at 7 p.m., amen. The Bread of Life is the first and the third Sunday at 7 p.m. Challenge for Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is at Wednesday at 7 p.m. The monthly broadcast are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is coming up this Monday. It may be the first Monday of September, amen, um, Labor Day. Uh, first Monday at 7 p.m., the Bold and Beautiful Reverend Rena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McElwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Chico with the Body of One Reverend with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour three, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk. With myself, Antonio, Tyrone, Cleophis, and Elston every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. This is a free conference call prayer. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The dollar number is 712-770-5505. Passage code is 732-499. Matters of the Heart um, Singles Ministry. With another group of wonderful singers, amen, it's every um, third Friday at 7 p.m. Spiritual Nuggets of Truth with Minister Carmen Booker is every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. Please, by all means, go and check out our website at onequestionspeak.com. you find a little bit more information about the different hosts that's there. You also would find out uh, about the different broadcasts and platforms that we're broadcasting on. Uh, we've been doing this now for over nine years, praise God, and God has blessed the ministry to be have a listener base in probably over 130 different countries, amen. It ain't nothing but none of us, but it's all to the Lord to God be the glory. Also, if you have a desire to sow a seed into the ministry, we are a 50C3 company. You can do that, do that at the website by clicking Donate Now, amen. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Amen. I just want to check a couple things. And uh, I think the first thing I'm going to do, um, I'm coming out of Exodus. I'm going to start in Exodus chapter 14, uh, verse 1 through 20, but I'll probably skip around a little bit uh, and everything and just talk about be still, know that I'm the Lord. But before I do that, let me see if I can play this song. Let me see if they'll let me play. Amen. Let me see here. Give me one second. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Again, that was uh, Sister um, Jose Alayangan from the uh, Philippines. Amen. This is a song that I had written last year, and she actually put it to music, and we did it together. Amen. So it was a joint venture. And um, for those that are listening, yes, it's copyrighted, okay? So <laughs> just make sure you give us credit where it came from and stuff like that. But uh, this is the first time I actually get a chance to play it on um, on the radio station. Other times I usually just play it on um, on my social media sites. So uh, I mean, the song is Stand Still and See the Miracles of God. God is operating in miracles in our life that sometimes we don't realize or, or sometimes that we can't see because sometimes things look very cloudy or very uh, to a point where that it's like it's um, too too misty or, or cloudy or too misty or too something <laughs> where you can't see clearly, you know, and I believe that what God is is saying for us that even in the midst of your storm, in the midst of the rain, for us to stand, stand, stand still, you know, I believe that's what he's saying to us today, to stand still and see, stand still and watch and see what I'm going to do, to see that I'm going to give you a breakthrough or see that I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to bless you indeed. Stand still and take notice of what's going on around you, that the enemy that you, you see today, you will see no longer. Let's go ahead and get into the scriptures. I, I was going to, I'm coming from Exodus chapter 14, but I'm not going to read 1 through, uh, what is it, 1 through um, 7. I'm just going to talk about it. Then we're going to start reading at verse 10. Okay. But so what what is taking place is the children of Israel with Moses already led them um, out of Egypt and everything like that. And God is telling Moses, he said to them, he said, um, verse 1, it says that, and Lord spoke in the verse, he said, speak to the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before but Faharia between my God and the sea over against Bethlehem before you should before it shall ye encamp by the sea. In other words, um, he's telling them what to give them instructions. You know, every time God uh, has a working or doing a miracle, and that there are instructions that we have to pay attention to. That God, when delivering us, there are instructions that we must pay attention to. And said, so it goes on to say that God's saying that I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart, that he should follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts and the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord and they and they did so. In other words, I'm gonna show them just who I am. I'm not the only one, I'm not the God that can turn the river uh, uh into uh blood and everything only I'm not the only God that can bring forth pestilence and all that. I'm not the one only God that can kill the firstborn. I'm not the God that did all those different things that took place before I'm gonna show them and prove myself um to them that I am God I am that I am. So he's he's showing them and he's making an example, not just for the, the each Egyptians, but for all nations all around to know that there is a that the Israelites there's a God, there's the, the one true God, there's a that the, the, the he is all God, he's God all by himself. Amen. And then 
Um, in verse 5, it says, And it was told the king of Egypt and the people fled, and the heart of, of Pharaoh and his servant was turned against the people. And they said, "We, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? He made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Now, he told them to go ahead and go after the death of his son. But then there was a the hardening of his heart. Um, God changed not only his heart, but also the people's heart that was with them, the Egyptians. You know, they wanted the the, the Israelites to co- to continue to serve them. They wanted them to continue to be slaves. They didn't want a change, even though a change had already took place and everything. You know, they wanted a change. They didn't want to change. And the Bible says in verse 7 that he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captors over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, his army, and overtook them. And kept him by the sea, beside Pharaoh, by another word, the place where God had told the people to be at. They overtook them. They were coming very close to where they was located. I can I can imagine the <laughs> the panic that was going on when they saw uh, uh, they saw this going on and everything like that. They saw that the children of Israel was coming. Close by, I mean, uh, the, the Pharaoh's armors was beginning to close, co- come close by. And I'm, I want to start at verse ten. When as the reading, we're gonna read a little bit, and we're gonna talk a little bit. And it says that, and when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. They were coming, and they were coming in full force, man. You can imagine. There you are, a small amount of people. You, you're, you're barely a nation, uh, you're a new nation, and everything. And you got this humongous army, uh, no doubt, of Egyptians in full war, uh, warfare gear, and with chariots, and with hoses, with horses, and with the footmen, and with bows and arrows and spears coming after you. Was, was haste. They weren't wasting no time. They, I believe they didn't even stop for no kind of break or nothing like that. Their purpose was one one purpose only, to get back the very thing that was that had left them, to bring them back into ca- captivity. They was all, all on one-minded. They was all in agreement, and I believe. And it said, and they said it to Moses, verse 11 says, and they said it to Moses because there were no graves in Egypt. Has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt this thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is it not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we might serve the Egyptians? For for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Their mindset. I, even with after all the things, and even true today, and I'm talking to myself, even with all the things that God has done in our life, and everything, and all the things that have taken place in our life, and the miracles upon miracles and upon miracles that God had performed in their life, even to stay their hands adjust against them, they still looked at it and said that it would be better for us to serve 
the Egyptians. It was better for us to stay, stay in slavery. It was better for us to have a hook in our nose or chains around us to die in the wilderness, not understanding that truly that God was delivering them out of the place because of a promise he had made a long time ago. So if the, boy, it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And then verse 13, where I'm going to say, and Moses said it to the people, first thing he thinks says to them, that fear ye not. Fear ye not. In other words, don't be afraid. Fear ye not. Why are you, why are you tripping? Did you not know all, do you not remember all the different things that God has done for us? Do you not remember the, how he came through and stuff like that and did certain things that the, the, and, the, and attacked every Egyptian God that was? Fear ye not. He, then he said something that we're talking about today that was part of the song. It says, stand still. In other words, be still. Don't move. Don't turn around. You know, don't panic and everything. Yeah, you, you, they're, they're coming for you, but stand still. Be firm, you know. Um, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And see the salvation of the Lord. In other words, open up your eyes and see what God is about to do. He is about, in so many words, perform a miracle in your life. Stand still, Ray. Stand still for those that are and see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah, it might look bleak right now. Yes, you might be sharing some tears right now. Yes, you might be going through some form of depression. Yes, your body might be aching with pain. Yes, you just lost a loved one. Yes, you just may have just lost your job. But stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. Moses was important to, it was important to more than Adam. He said, God's going to show you his salvation today, not tomorrow, you know, but today, you know, but today you will see. The God that you was you heard about him, you've seen him, known the miracles that he's done, and everything. You remember that he made covenant with Abraham that his seed will be blessed, and everything. You know all this then, but today he's going to show you, and I believe that's true in our case today that we will see the salvation of the Lord today. I don't know when your today. It will be and stuff like that. But I can tell you this, that your today is coming soon. But your today is coming soon. Your today is coming soon. You should stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he should show you today. For this is another part. He says, for the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you should, should see them again no more forever. Moses is not only speaking, uh, but he's being prophetic. But sure enough, when the Egyptians um, caught up with them and Moses and them began to walk to the other side and the, the sea was split and, and the wind came back and they walked on dry ground and they went, as soon as they got over, the sea was closed. Those Egyptians were never, ever seen again. Never, ever seen again. You know, it was so much that I was reading, reading the history of it, of it and everything. And nowhere in the history of the Egyptians, if I'm not mistaken, is this what took place in the Bible. They they blacked it, blacked it out from their history. Okay, 
They black it out from the hinges. Don't you realize that when God is for you, who can be against you? He will black out your, your enemies to the point that you will never have to worry about them again. He will heal your body. He will heal your disease. He will heal your heart that you never have to worry, go through that again. That's the kind of God that we serve because of Jesus Christ. And it says, the Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And that's what Moses is telling them in the scriptures. Not only do I want you to stand still or be still and know that, that he is the Lord, he is our God, but I'm also telling you the Lord's going to fight for you, but, and you shall hold your peace. In other words, sometimes we need to come to ourselves and, stuff and just shut completely up. Don't say a word and stuff like we can. It's okay for us to groan and okay for us to feel really bad. But sometimes we need to just re-examine ourselves and just shut up. We sometimes, you know, we um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth we can we can put curses on ourselves by what becomes out of our mouth. So sometimes we just gotta just shut up and everything like that. You know, we just gotta close our mouth. Don't speak any words. Don't begin to think anything. And it's not always easy to do because when you were going through some trials and some tribulations and everything like that, you go through a woe is me. But I believe that we are being believers in Jesus Christ. Even though we might go through a woe is me, that we shouldn't stay there. That we should begin to encourage ourselves in the Lord our God. We should begin to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Our God, the Lord, our God. You know everything that as that place that takes place in our lives. There's a purpose. There's a reason, and there's a season for it. You know we should continue on, stand still, and see, see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Verse four, fifteen says, and the Lord said unto Moses, Why force cries thou unto me? In other words, Mary, why are you coming unto me? He says, speaking to the children of Israel, that they go forward. Again, and God has given them um, instruction that they go forward. Not only do I want you to be still and know that I'm God, and be still and, and see the salvation of the Lord, but next instruction that you be still for now, I want you to move forward. You know, that when we get to the point that we be still and we begin to hear, the Holy Spirit begin to speak to us. Then God gave us instruction to move forward or to be strong in the power of his might. Don't look to the left nor to the right, but stay focused on the things of God. Be still and to know that I am the Lord our God. He said, speak it to the children today that they go forth, but lift up up that rod. He gave him Moses, lift up the rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of it. And and I behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians. In other words, I will harden the hearts of those things that are chasing after you, meant to destroy you, meant to bring you down, meant to discourage you. I'm going to harden that spirit and all that kind of stuff. Because the enemy you see today, you will see no more. I'm going to deliver you out of the hands of Pharaoh. I'm going to deliver you out of the very thing that under normal circumstances would do you in, would necessarily um, kill you and stuff like that. That's what the enemy does. He wants to destroy us and everything, not only by the spirit, but by our our body, through our body, through our mindset. And all. he wanted to destroy us, y'all. You know, 
He wants to persecute us just like he did to Jesus. As soon as we say, for God that I live and for God I, I die, as soon as we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we got to know for a fact that we're going to go through some trials and temptation. we got to know there are going to be some people that just don't like us or hate us for no reason. we got to know and we got to understand those things. we got to know and we got to understand those things. He said, where was that? And he says, and the Egyptians should know that I am the Lord. Wait a minute, let me read back the subject. And behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get my honor upon Pharaoh, upon all his hosts, upon all his chariots, and upon all his horsemen. And the Egyptians should know that I am the Lord. He said, the Egyptians should know that I am the Lord. When I have gotten my honor upon Pharaoh and upon his chariots and upon his husband, God make it a point to repeat these things over and over again. Listen, I'm telling you, that that enemy that is coming for you, that sickness, that disease is coming for you, it's the, it thinks you got you on the ropes, like a boxing match and everything. You're on the ropes and everything. They, you're not done for it. They think that the, it's, uh, the, 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 the game, the football game is almost over and stuff like that. They, that, that, that you ten punch. Ten points down in a basketball game with like a, about less than a minute left in the quarter, left in the game and stuff like that. But God is saying, even in that situation, you know, I, I, I get, they think that they have the upper hand against you, but they do not. But you know, they do not have the upper hand. You think you they think that your finances or your credit score or your family is falling apart and everything. Your son is going to jail. Your daughter is promiscuous, you know, and stuff. Your husband is about to, to giving up on you and leaving. Your wife is about to go out the door. Whatever the case might be and stuff like that. Whatever the case might be. Okay. He said, and the Egyptians should know that I'm the Lord when I have gotten my honor upon Pharaoh, upon his church and upon his horsemen. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. In other words, God had a, a barrier take place and stuff like that. So they couldn't even get past the barrier. There was a barrier in place. You know, the God would protect, fill a hedge of protection around those that he called his own, that those he had chosen to be his own, those he, he would protect his own. There's a barrier. The enemy can't get do anything to you unless he gets permission from the heavenly father, okay? And the angel of the church upon the source, and the angel of God, which went before the camp, and moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them, and it came between the camp and the Egyptians and the camp of the Israel, and it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the, the one came not near the other. In other words, it was night to the Egyptians, hallelujah, but it was day for the, the Israelites. Can you imagine that they can't see a thing, but because God has given us light, and that light is Jesus Christ, we got light. We know where our steps are being are going, being ordered. We we can see in front of us. We we can see because of the glory of God has been revealed to us. Amen. It said, and it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of the Israel. It was a cloud. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these so that the one came not near the other all night, y'all, all night. 
I don't know how the scripture doesn't describe how close they were to the, the Israelites and everything, but they were so close enough for them to see <laughs> and everything. Now the, the Egyptians couldn't see what was in front of him, them and stuff like that. Can you imagine it being that dark that nothing, no kind of light that they have would be able to, to let them see in advance of what direction or what was taking place ahead? And they, the enemy still came forth without the ability to see clearly. The enemy still came forth, even without the ability to came to see. Amen. And verse twenty-one says, "And Moses stretched out his hands over the sea, and the Lord, the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. It made the sea dry land, and then after they got all got across, look, they didn't, not one person got left behind." I'm from there. They're the elders to the youngest. Don't care how slow that they moved or whatever. They all crossed over. And then God destroyed the Egypt. Can you imagine the expressions of Egyptians that it hit them that they were not going to live? They were going to die that day and stuff like that. Can you see the rejoicings of the Israelites that, uh, that they had, that God, because of God, that they had overcome the horse and the rider and the chariots and everything? I believe it's somewhere in the scriptures in there that said that Miriam got out of tambourine and they began to worship and praise God, you know? But before then, they couldn't understand. They couldn't see that. That's why God had to tell them to be still, you know? And be still and know that I'm my God. Be still. Amen. And see the salvation of the Lord. You know, they had to get, in other words, to, uh, to see something that I, there, they had to, it was, God was saying to them, get an get a image in your mind, you know, that you have been delivered. Get an image in your mind that you have been changed. Get an image in your mind that the same thing you went through yesterday is that the same thing you could be going through. To get an image in your mind that, that God has helped you through, have pressed, pushed you through, has delivered you and everything. All those things were beginning to take place. All those things were beginning to take place. And see, amen, let me continue to do some more reading here. Amen. I'm, I'm, another scripture that I came up with, there's several scriptures we're going to talk, and I'm looking at my time. I'm not sure we're going to be able to get through, but we're going to try. It's coming out of um, um chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And I like this particular scripture and stuff because it also talks about um, standing still. You know, it talks about standing still. It said, I will stand upon my watch and set thee upon the tower and watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I'm approved. And the Lord answered said, me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon the tablets, that he may run that reason. For the vision is, is yet for an appointed time, but at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, here's another word that we're going to, I got to wait for, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. He said, I will stand Upon my watch, Rebecca is going to history. Rebecca, he's going there, and he, and he see all these things going on within the world system, and their enemies, and they're prospering, and everything. And Rebecca decided to to come up with a way. He's like, I'm going to stand. I'm going to sit back and see what God's going to do about all of this. You know, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch and I'm going to listen and see what God is going to do. He said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I'm going to the highest place I can and just watch. 
and I'm going to wait. And see what God's going to do about my enemies, the, those that hate me, and uh, those that want to do me harm, those that have done me harm and my family harm for generations. And watch and see what he will say unto me. He said, and, what, and what I should answer when I'm reproved. Because he knew that the reproof was coming. And so what, I'm gonna, what I should answer with God should call me on it because I'm waiting for the destruction of, of somebody else, of my enemies. And it says, and the Lord answered me and said, right the vision, you know, and this, in, in many cases, our deliverance, our, our, our hope and everything come through a writing of the vision, a writing of the vision. And he said, and he said when, not only when you write the vision, he said, but I want you to make it plain upon the tablet. Don't be adding words that don't nobody else understand and, and everything. Don't be using those theological Theological type words or uh, masterful uh, the, uh, uh, pronunciation of words and stuff like that. No, no, but make it plain on the tab on the tablet that he he that he may run that read it. Now, whoever be able to read it, make it so plain that anyone can read it, and they'll be able not only to read it but to run that read it. Amen. For the vision. You know, let me. This part of scripture got me interested because for the vision is yet an appointed time. It may not um, be this time, but it's for the appointed time. An appointed time means that it's set time. There is a a space. There is a period, and everything like that. That this thing will happen. You know, it would God's word would not return unto him for so it's going to take place. So our thing is to do what do what be still. And know that he is Lord and he is God. Be still and, and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still. Don't be anxious. Don't get frustrated. Don't be discouraged. Don't be despair. But be still. Stand still and know that he is God. Say so verse 3 again. So the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak. What's going to speak? The vision is going to speak, y'all. At the end, with the appointed time going to get, it's going to speak. And it's going to speak loud and clear. It should, it should speak and not lie. When it speaks, the vision speaks, it will not lie. Though it tarry, again, it says, wait for it. Though it's taken a long time, though it's been 10 years, though it's been three years, though it's been one year, though it's been a lifetime, wait for it. Because God is not slack about his promises that he has made to us. Wait for it. You know, wait for it. Don't, 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 just hold on. Don't give up. Hold on to the, the horn of salvation. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Wait for it. He said, he said, wait for it because it will surely come and it would not tarry. Though it may seem like it's tearing to you, it would not tear because there's a specific time and place that this would take place. He said, he said, behold, his soul which is lifted up. Up, it's not upright in him, but he, but the just shall live by faith. This is a faith walk. I'm being still. We can be still because this is a faith walk here. I can be still and see the salvation of the Lord for those things that are not as though the world they are because God says so. I can be still. I can be at peace. I can be at rest. You know, I can be at still. You can be at peace. We can be at rest with this because know that God got it. 
we got another garden gather. I got a couple more scriptures, and we're almost out of time. I mean, we're not going to be able to get to all of it and everything. But, but this is coming out of Psalms chapter 27, verse 1. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. It says, Whom shall I fear? That you can imagine that the children of Israel saw all this fear begin to well up in there, and we get, they begin to to panic, and they, they I think they were they were not only scared or afraid, they were freaking out, man. They surely believed that this was it for them. They saw their kids, they saw their loved ones, they saw every people that they were known for years dying in the wilderness. They, they just knew and everything that they were there. The Lord is my light and myself. Whom should I fear? But God was trying to show them through what Moses was doing, so like not to fear not. The first thing, when the first he told them to do is to fear not. He said, the scripture says, Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? If God is the strength of our life, we shouldn't be afraid of anything. Nothing that comes our way. We shouldn't be worrying about anything. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it looks like and everything. I, I think about the, the Hebrew the, the Hebrew words when they was in the fiery friends. One of the things they said that they, they told the king, they said, well, I don't know uh, whether God would deliver the, us or not, but I know he's well able to. You know, he may not do it, except that we will not uh, bow down. We're going to continue with the God. You know, we know he's well able to. Whatever he's decided to do is right in his in righteous and stuff. It's righteous in stuff like that. Even if it's not the prayer that one. Sometimes we we pray prayers and stuff, specific prayers that um and God wants to do something else. And we got to be able to say, Your Lord, not my will, but Your will be done. We got to be able to look at it like that. Lord, not my will, but Your will be done. Your will be done. Uh, Psalms 27, verse 2 said, When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. That means, again, that means that when, when, the, the, when my enemies came and they were trying to destroy me, even to eat up my flesh, even to eat up my spirit, to eat up my hope, to eat up <laughs> my joy, <laughs> to eat up everything that was about me, they stumbled and fell. Why? Why did they stumble and fail, Ray? They stumbled and fell, my brother, because of the fact that the Spirit of, of the Lord was upon me. And, everything. and he has appointed us to preach the gospel. The Spirit of the Holy Spirit is within us. And everything. It don't, no longer falls upon us, but it dwells within us and everything. And it brings all things among itself. So they had no choice but to stumble and fail. He said, though a host shall encamp against me, and my heart shall not fear. The war shall rise against me. In this will, I will be confident. In other words, I will be still. I will stand still. I will not look to the east or the west, but I will stand still. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Truly, my help cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. He said that, and he said, 
and account for me. My heart should not fear. The war shall rise up against me, and this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek after him. If anything, that when we go into that place of being still, there should be a seeking after the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. There should be a seeking after him. There should be a prayer involved. There should be fasting involved in some cases that is needed. There should be declaration involved, declaring the wondrous works of the Lord. We should be declaring who God is in our life. There should be a declaration that the, the joy of the Lord is the strength is to you. There should be a declaration that I'm the apple of his eye. There should be a declaration, you know, that I'm above and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. There should be a declaration that I am um, um, the sons of the living God and your heirs and heirs. There should be a declaration who I am in Christ. And God has declared also, he doesn't with God, but also invite us. You know, he will invite us that we are his people. You know, because of Jesus Christ. This should be a declaration. Amen. Verse 4 in Psalm 27, 4 says again, So one thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple. There, I believe David here began to preach to himself. Now, he began to feel good about this thing. He said, to behold the beauty of the Lord. I, that, I just want to behold, the, I want to inquire in, in his temple. I want to walk where you walk, God. You know, I want to walk where you where you walk, God. I want to go and be in your presence. I can, I can see David beginning to rejoice in the Lord, his God. I See, he began to encourage himself in the Lord, his God. It says, verse 5, so in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. For he shall set me upon a rock. Hallelujah. He said, set me upon a rock. And now shall my, my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. In other words, I'm just praising him. I'm just giving him sacrifices of joy and stuff like that, regardless of how I feel, regardless of what it may look like, I'm just sacrifices of joy, joy, God, I, I thank you, I love you, I need you, you are my Lord and you are my Savior, I'm giving sacrifices of joy, I'm worshiping him, I'm praising him, I don't feel good, but I'm worshiping anyhow, I maybe I can only get one hand up, but I'm worshiping him anyhow, you know, <laughs> maybe I can barely speak words, but I'm worshiping him, we're groaning and morning and stuff like that creation and stuff like that until the, t- the time that he comes and deliver me out of my body i'm worshiping him i'm giving thanks to him i'm crying i'm a father into him i'm crying my lord my god and everything i'm speaking to him i'm praying to him you know i'm worshiping him i'm thanksgiving to him you know i'm glorifying him i'm magnifying him i'm doing all of these things that are going on yeah. So in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. I don't have to try to hide myself because I know that God will hide me. I don't have to try to do it myself. We don't have to try to do this ourselves. You know, we should know that at this time when we try to do these things ourselves, we always make it worse. Why is it that we, me, you, and others, we can't just leave things alone and say, God, if you be for me, then who can be against me? You do your 
prepare for will in my life. You shine forth in me. You speak to me, God. You speak to the rock, Lord Jesus. You let the, the honey come out of the rock, Lord Jesus. You speak to the rock and cause the water. You know the needs and the desires of my heart. And if they're more than I do, you are the, you're Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You see all things. You know those things before the foundation of the earth. You knew our name. You knew everything that was new that, that was to that be known about us, Lord Jesus. So help us to, to stand strong, to stand strong in the power of your mind. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies and round about me. Therefore, I will offer his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord. He began to start to sing and right away in verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou sit, when I say, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord. Thy face, Lord, will I see. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. In other words, God, don't hold all of this to me. Put, don't put me away. Don't take your spirit away from me. But, Lord Jesus, but deliver me from myself. Deliver me from selfish motives. Deliver me from selfish and, uh, and sexual uh, thoughts. And deliver me from anything that is not like you. Cause me to worship you and to, to serve you. Mold me and make me go into that which you have caused me to do, Lord Jesus. Mold me and make me. He said, when my mother, when my father and my mother forsake, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, Lord. Oh, Lord, lead me into the plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witness have risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I have fainted unless I had been, I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land. I lived. No, I would have fainted. I would have given up. But, but he showed me his goodness. He shows you his goodness. He shows you his mercy. They are new. They are fresh every morning. Great is our faithfulness. Great is our faithfulness. He says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen the heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Stand still. Wait on the Lord. And when he gives you the instruction to move forward, be willing to go forward. Amen. Be willing to move forward. Amen. Be willing to move forward. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Father God, we thank you for this word today. We pray that it has pricked the hearts of men and women, that someone might cry out unto you, Abba Father, that someone might receive you, Lord Jesus, and know that you are with them even now, Lord. We pray for those that have never known you to be the Lord and Savior. We pray, God, that you would send a spirit of welcomeness into their heart, Lord Jesus, that they will confess with their mouth and believe with their heart, Lord Jesus, that you are the Lord, that you are Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We pray that a change may begin to take place into their life. We pray today, God, that you, Lord Jesus, will begin to show them a more excellent way, that you will put them in front of a church or a, a group of people that was loving, God, that the discipleship, God, that have their work, and, um, and uh, uh, they would disciple them, God. They would love on them, God, despite their background, despite where they came from, despite whether they're poor or rich. God, would show them you, Jesus. So we pray for that today. 
be a blessing as always. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. And uh, again, y'all, be still and know that I'm the Lord. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Be still. I'm going to play this song one more time, and then we can go out of here. God bless you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.